joining Real Talk with Lisa Patrick. Welcome, Wade. That problem solved, my friend. That problem solved. My, Thank you. My my youngest um, interviewee I've ever had on any of my shows, Coffee with Lisa, That Problem Solved, my podcast, Real Talk with Lisa Patrick. I'm so excited to have you here. Well, thank you. I'm excited to be here too. I'm ready. I'm super pumped. Ever since we decided to do this, super pumped to talk about what we're talking about. I am glad to hear that. So let's 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 learn a little bit more about you. Now, first of all, let me congratulate you. Texas Business Hall of Fame future legend. I mean, that gives me goosebumps <laughs> just thinking about it. I can't wait to join you uh, in, where are we going? We're going Houston, right? Houston, yep. For you to receive that. That's so exciting. And by the way, I've already bought in my black tie gown. <laughs> <laughs> now I just got to lose 20 pounds. <laughs> I am so pumped because the last time we saw each other in person was back in March. Yep. Yeah. So it'll be good reconnection too to see each other in person. Oh, and yeah, exactly. like, I mean, it's just going to be an awesome event. I'm so excited. I, I just can't wait. I cannot wait to take <laughs> a massive amount of pictures and be your cheerleader. And I just want to say, hey, Tracy, thanks for joining us. Tracy's a fellow founder. We're going to talk a little bit about that in a bit. Uh, it's nice to see you. And yes. It is a huge congratulations, Tracy, 100%. Thank you, thank you. So, 20 years old, and you are absolutely crushing it in multiple arenas. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But first, I want to know, I know that you've got a bit of a rodeo background, and some people might not know that. So, tell us a little bit about what drives you wade not where you grew up not the you know the song and dance of that but i want to know what lights a fire under you every single day well what i mean and you kind of you know we touched base on that when we first met um and if it wasn't for that conversation i don't know where i would be or how lost i would be kind of realizing what that fire is but it really is just that relational connection with people and bringing a smile where you know whatever way that may be and it's I get it a lot people are like oh it's so cliche you know that's not you know that's not it and that is right I mean that that's my thing and I've been that way my entire life I mean even when I was in elementary school I mean that's all I remember is like it it was hug anybody you see that wants a hug that seems like they're having a bad day and just like talk to them check in on them see how they're doing because People nowadays are just so like right here. Like I'm going to stay in my little bubble and I'm not concerned with anybody else. Like, and people just, it's just so lonely. And I don't like that because it makes people yeah. so just, there's no connection anymore. Yeah. And that was really this, the driving factor of realizing that that's, you know, whatever business I go into, whatever I start or work with somebody on, it's, it's all about that relationship. And how can we bring joy? Exactly. Well, and it's interesting because, uh, you know, when we first met uh, and we actually we met in Dallas mm -hmm. at a JT Fox event called Double Down. And we were getting coached by the billionaire Hugh Hilton and JT. 
and uh, you reached, you came and you, you sought me out in the crowd. And I don't remember how many people were there, maybe a hundred people or what have you. And the one thing that impressed me truly the most about you was your old school tactics, meaning you actually had a business card. Yeah. Now, I don't know what 20 year old, uh, into, well, and you were 19 at the time, actually, if I remember correctly, right. Cause you've had a birthday who is like, I don't even have a business card anymore. Right. Like I got a QR code. I got share apps. I got all you know, link trees. I got all these things. And here's this young man that walks up with a business card. And I'm like, okay, I got to know more about this guy. Like that is you won me over at the business card. But what was really even more impressive is when we got onto a call onto a zoom call later mm -hmm. and we started diving into because i believe every brand every person at the core we all crave connection it's the belongingomics of relationships that's how we foster profitable business relationships by creating those moments of belonging of connection right mm -hmm. and you were struggling with truly understanding how to articulate what that was why do I do what I do? I know emphatically I'm super driven. I mean, I don't know very many 20-year-olds at the time, 19, that are as driven as you, number one. But to be able to articulate that in a way that people can resonate with it and then use it as a thread of connection and conversation throughout everything that you do, you do so well and you were already doing. You just needed a way to articulate yeah. that. And so through that discovery, we realized that you really are that person that creates moments of joy for others. Mm -hmm. That's who you are. And as we started to build, and we're going to talk a little bit about some of the business ventures that you're doing right now and how you're crushing it, my friend. I'm so excited <laughs> for you. Um, what that really, why that was so pivotal in all the sales, on all the joint venture relationships, oh. you know, gaining money. We're going to talk about how, you know, you asked for an investment uh, and that what that ended up, the result was uh, as as a result of doing that with the, with the, the JT Fox, the founders mm. um, and where the future is going for you. So let's talk a little bit first of all about WGM Real Estate, which was your first company, mm -hmm. right? And still is today. So how did that start? So I previously worked at Chick-fil-A and I knew I wasn't going to be there for my, the rest of my life. And I was trying to find something that I had some type of like root or just, you know, something where I could just kind of grab onto it and go. And yeah. my dad, has, I mean, he's been real estate my entire life. So I grew up around it. I saw, you know, I saw the hardships. I saw the, you know, the benefits. I, I mean, I lived it my entire life and it's a very sketchy thing to get into if you don't know what's going on, yeah. Yeah. but it was something that I wasn't, I was familiar with, but I didn't really know everything about it. Yeah. And I just was ready to learn something learn something new and challenging at the same time. And so I got into real estate and I did it without a license. I was doing, you know, wholesale assignment of contracts and stuff for anybody that's familiar with real estate. And that's, that's how the real estate started. That's all I ever did with it at the beginning. And it was just a way to make, make an extra buck. Right. You could, Cause I was with Chick-fil-A, I made a certain amount and that was it. And it was just at the time it, it something clicked 
And I was like, why am I not doing more? Like I have all this free time and I'm sitting, you know, like there's gotta yeah. be something else. And that's, that's really how real estate started. Like it was just a side gig that I was doing and it was just another way to make money. And there was no meaning behind it. It was just, I'm just going to go buy this person's house and sell it. And it turned into this. I mean, it yep. yep. came into an entire brand now. It's a complete brand. I mean, and really at the core of everything that you're doing with WGM developments and real estate is you're really bringing real estate back to life. That's your goal, oh, yeah. whether it's through commercial, whether it's through residential, whether it's through uh, community. I mean, and community is a big part for, of that for you. Talk a little bit more about why is community such a big part of that for you? So back to the beginning, you know, the roots and everything before I kind of figured out what was, what the purpose of it was. It just started out as a side gig and it turned into finally finding that purpose of, I want to make that difference. Right. I want to, I want to make somebody else's life better. Yeah. And that put the meaning behind it. So it was like, how am I going to do that through real estate? Like, you know, how in the world could I buy somebody's house or commercial property or development project or whatever, and then sell it to somebody else. I mean, like how, how do you make any type of connection there? And from that, I started thinking about the redevelopment side of things because a lot of the sellers I was working with were people in extremely distressed situations. So it was, you know, they were about to foreclose on their property or they were in the middle of a tax delinquency with the city and they were behind on property taxes, you know, they had mechanical liens because they couldn't afford something, you know, whatever it was, they got in a bad financial situation. Well, with that, they can't sell on market. I mean, yeah. it's just not going to happen. And so they're sitting here and they're miserable and they're stuck. So I ended up figuring out a way on how I could buy their property and sell it with zero cost. So it didn't cost them anything to sell it. I was able to pay off all their liens, their tax delinquencies, their, you know, their foreclosure penalties and all that kinds of stuff. So it cost them $0 to get out of the situation. And at the end of the day, they also got to take a check with them yeah, to get them back on their feet. And so then we got into the idea of redevelopment and then community redevelopment. And that started with a little apartment complex. It was five units and it was the, the seller was just, he was, older. He was retired. He didn't want to deal with it anymore. The property was falling apart. Some of the tenants didn't have water. I mean, it was like a terrible situation, but he was just tired of dealing with it. And, but he wouldn't sell it because it just, he didn't want to have to pay all closing costs. He's going to lose money and all that, you know, kinds of things. And that's when we got into the redevelopment thing. And what we did with that was we went into the property. We bought the property from him and then we moved the tenants to other units at the time and went in completely redid the property moved the tenants back in now they have a brand new house the you know the seller he walked away with the check it didn't cost him anything to sell the property the the current tenants that live there they weren't interrupted really i mean they were moved into a place that actually had water so they were happy yeah, yeah. and it kind of just kept rolling from there. And so that's where the community redevelopment thing started. Well, you, you make that sale. So let, let me interrupt you for a second, only because people need to understand how you brought moments of joy through that, right? Like how mm -hmm. you stay true and loyal to who you truly were, truly are. 
I know, I have the great privilege of knowing what happened after that sale with that particular in that particular couple. So that particular couple, they actually ended up using that money to, well, several different things happened. Um, the tenants were happy because they had running water. The yeah. sellers were able to pay off some debt they had occurred from the tax delinquencies and stuff. Yeah. And it was just, there was like so many positive sides and there was, you know, even though WGM didn't make money off of that, it just, you know, we were able just to pay our people and, you know, pay what needed yeah. to be paid. Yeah. And it, but it didn't matter. Like I didn't need a check from because that. Because you did the right thing. And it was, yeah, it was just, yeah, that was what it was about. And that is just what it continues to be about. And people don't understand, like, it's, it's, it's business, you know, yeah. you have to make the dollar. Like if it's yeah. not worth the dollar, then don't do it. Yeah. And when stuff went to stuff like that, I mean, I'm not losing any money off of it first for one. For but you're two, building relationship building, capital, building right? relationship. Like That's what you're doing is you're and, building that and looking for those referrals coming afterwards. Right. And, and, and that happened, but in, you know, at the beginning of everything, it was, you know, we didn't take, you know, we didn't take a dime from that one, but then the Did sellers got out of a bad situation. The buyers got out of the bad or the, you know, the current tenants got out of a yep. bad situation. And then we ended up picking up another property from that seller. See, and, that's what people, that's, that's mm -hmm. the thing. People need to understand that you're investing. It's the belongingomics of the relationship. You recognize the long game. And you invested in the people. That's and stay true because you created joy for everybody along the way. And I think that's that's a huge component of who you are, but of how you build really great business and why you're the Texas Business Hall of Fame future legend. I mean, yeah, there is a. I mean, I still talk to those those clients. I mean, it's yeah. it's an ongoing relationship. You did a little something special for them afterwards, didn't you? They did. They got. Um, I prompted you to do something, didn't I? You did. Uh, part of the the experience. Mm -hmm. a, each of our clients get a gift basket. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be a gift, ba gift basket, but it it's just a type of yeah. gift. But yeah, they got a gift basket with their, they told me about some saying some things with their family um, mm -hmm. because of the relationship that we had built and that connection we had made. And they had let me know about their son that was, you know, he was serving across seas. And so we were able to, get some things made for them that yeah. were represented, represented their son. And then yeah. we got them some like, you know, housewarming stuff, like candles, you know, the cliche, like well, real estate. And stuff. I, I think it's, it, that that's, this goes to my point of the reason why we're having, why people are having this problem of creating wealth for themselves, uh, for their families, for their businesses, because they don't understand how to create really great customer experiences. And you do, you recognize that it's not about um, the gift basket. It's about what's in the gift basket yeah. that has meaning, right? And, and you are so well um, versed and so good at listening to what they're telling you and paying attention to the surroundings so that you can customize it and make it a, a, an experience of a moment of joy for them that lasts a long time. And what, what happens afterwards when they walk by that particular item every single day? 
they remember you. And I think exactly. you probably remember that other gift for the picture. Remember the picture? So there was another real estate client, which we ended up not even signing a deal with her, but she had voiced her emotions towards this property. And that's why we ended up not selling that. You know, that's why that sale yeah. never happened. Yeah. She had an emotional attachment. There to was that. emotional attachment yeah. there. Yeah. And it was because of her husband and her husband had just passed away. And it was just, it was just too hard at the time for her to let go, which completely understandable. Right. I mean, that's another thing too, is I'm not real estate has become such a thing where it's like, sell me your property. Like if you don't sell me your property, then like you're an awful human being, you know, it's like, it's become yeah. such a toxic yeah. market. And I just, I could, I just, that's not who you are. Not me. And yeah. so I didn't, I didn't force her or anything. Like as soon as she told me she wasn't ready, like, I mean, we had buyers lined up, we had funding, like, I mean, ready to go. We were at the trip. 11th, like, I remember talking to you and you mm -hmm. were like, like, it was like at the last five minute trigger, like yeah. deal done. Yeah. And it got called off and that was it. I told the buyers, I was like, don't call her. Don't talk to her, leave her alone. Um, but I, she ended up getting a, I ended up finding a picture of her and her husband and we got, I went to Hobby Lobby and I got it framed, custom framed. And it was the picture of her and her husband whenever they got married yeah. like 40 years ago. And I asked to meet up with her like a week later and I knew she thought like, he's going to come up here and he's going to try to get me to sell. And I walked in with this gift box and there was actually two gift boxes because one gift box had the picture in it. Then the top one had a custom engraved Bible. It had her name embossed on the front of it. And then it also had like a little charm and a cross for her to hang on the wall too, next to the picture frame. Um, and I showed up with the gift. She's like, what's this? And I was like, well, I just, I, I got you something like your, your story. I just, it really, I related with it and I just really want to do something for you. And I gave it to her. And I mean, it was just immediate tears. And she was like, yeah. no one has ever in my life in business or outside of business done something like this. And it just, I mean, Woo! her entire lifetime, no, you know, it's just, it just, shocks me that people don't do that kinds of stuff. I mean, it's, it's it took 30 minutes out of my day. Yeah, exactly. And you and I talked a little bit about that. It's sometimes it's about, you know, you want to create those moments of magic for others, mm -hmm. right? And sometimes it's really being invested in the relationship, right? Like just like Tracy, Tracy's just said to us, it's all about the relationship and it absolutely 100%. is. Uh, and Wade has recognized that very early in life um, about the value of, of what small little things can do to create massive impact. But that, and it doesn't have to be financial. And that picture frame, it got hung in the living room. And yep. guess who called me three weeks ago for the sale of a property? And it's not even the property we originally talked about. It's another property. Exactly. And we're about to go into closing. So it's like, it's, it's just. Okay. We go, we have, we have a question by, and I don't know who ZD4EV is, but um, how careful is Wade to make sure he's not becoming a gatekeeper who gets to buy those properties because the people may have not have the hallmark family background. Maybe the person is practicing 
fascist or a BLM member of a part of a political party he disagrees with. <laughs> That's interesting. There was a lot of thought put in that question. Um, yeah, like how about how about we just how about how about let me as the host here let me simplify this for you. Do you deal with the gatekeepers and what does that look like? Well, in terms of my buyers, <laughs> we have a very extensive list of buyers that has taken time to build, and there is no belief system put behind that list. If you want to be put on the list and you can prove your access to funds, you get put on the list. You tell me what you want. If what I have is what you want, I send it to you. If you're the first one to respond, you want to buy it. Perfect. There you go. You can have it. Political and there's no no reason for that. Kind of irrelevant. So I don't know who you are, but uh, that really didn't make sense to me. Uh, Frank Fennell's here. Frank Fennell's in the house. So Frank Fennell owns close by and I've had the honor and privilege to connect Frank with mate with Wade and uh, they're doing some business in the background and uh, you know, some great things are going to be coming out of close by and premier outdoor movies, but let's talk about that in a moment. So great to see you here, Frank. And yes, for a younger generation, he absolutely does. And we've got, uh, we've got Roy in the house as well. Hey Roy, how's it going? Yes. So I just had a conversation with Roy the other day about his personal brand and building his brand. And he's just, he is a, he's a one of a kind, great guy. So check Roy out. All right. Let's talk a little bit more about um, how you came about to your next business venture, premier outdoor movies. And listen, folks, we've got some people, uh, listening and and putting in messages thank you very much we'd much appreciate that if you've got any questions for wade you know put them in there and i'll absolutely bring them up we're going to have a bit of a q a uh during and after so you know please do so and if you like what you hear today sharing is caring please share it out you know wade and i you know we're we're invested as much in you as we are as this conversation so please share all right so wait, let's let's move on to the next component of of your venture. Uh, so WGM Real Estate's going well. Things are moving along. You're invested in your relationships. Those re- mm-hmm. the, the turnaround for that has become very profitable for you. Uh, and we're not talking about revenue. We're talking about profit. That's a, there's a big difference. Between big difference. Yeah. Who cares about um, revenue? Your profit zero. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, we're building your personal brand. We're building your company brands. You know, at Bravura Branding. Now we're going to talk about Premier Outdoor Movies Texas. Yes. So tell us a little bit about how that even came across your radar. <clears throat> first of all. So this one is by far like my favorite avenue of the experience side of things. So it was like the end of- It's been a lot of fun to build the brand. It has been so much fun. The, I'm trying to think when that that idea even like started. It was like May, it was May. That was, it was not yeah. too long ago because we're it in was, August. So you're four months into this business and that's yeah. important later for, for people who are listening. Cause we're going to talk about that. It was soon after like WGM real estate got going. Yep. 
And yeah, because like, I remember we're, like, we're working on WGM and then you're like, Hey, I got this great idea. Yeah. Like I want to do, I'm like, Oh my God, here we go. Okay. Yeah. Cause we were like in the middle of launching WGM real estate. And I remember having the idea and texting you and being like, okay, WGM, we're still go forward, but like, let's put it like, put on the brake just a tad because we need everything needs to go into this other brand right now. So it started by, it was off a picture I saw on Instagram actually. Mm-hmm. And I was doing some, some market research for real estate. And I just happened to like come across a post about this outdoor movie screen. And it just caught my eye and it just brought a whole new aspect of like the type of experience that I could provide with that. Yep. And it just, I mean, it just that as soon as I saw the picture, it just started, all the ideas started going. And more than that day, I started research, stopped real estate and I started researching the market. You didn't really stop real estate. You just redirected your focus. For that day. Yeah. For that day. And yeah. <laughs> so let's just be clear because we does multiple things. Oh yeah. It. No, real estate is, we, it, yeah, there's meetings today for real estate with clients, but it was for that day, I just, I stopped and started researching the event industry market. And especially with like rentals, like movie rentals for outdoor events and stuff like that. And I started seeing like, there is a, there were several different companies that were, they were large, but they were targeting a different market. It wasn't the same, like their value add wasn't the same as mine. Like mine was all about the experience and convenience and giving the consumer something that they, that they would prefer to have. And the market didn't have it. There was a huge market gap there because nobody, first of all, everybody can agree with this. Nobody likes paying shipping or delivery fees. Mm -hmm. Nobody likes paying all these extra, you know, you see a picture on Instagram or Facebook or an ad or whatever, or a billboard, whatever it is. And it's like this gorgeous, you know, it's this gorgeous venue or, or event or, you know, community gathering, whatever it is. And it's like, you can have this for, you know, 500 bucks or whatever it is. And then you go in and you start making it. It's like, oh, well, that's just for like this one part. All, yeah. like, if you want like the stuff that makes it look pretty. It's like the airline strategy. I'm going to charge yeah. you for the luggage. I'm going to charge you to step mm-hmm. on the plane. I'm going to charge you to actually breathe on the plane. Yeah, listen to music, like be able to consume water. I mean, it's like everything. And talk to I, the passenger beside you. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, like, it just, I, I don't know why it didn't, it just irked me. I was like, why, yeah. why are we doing this to people? And because it's such a great avenue to like bring that smile, especially with, I know like we're also tired of hearing about COVID, but it's so true. It's like, yeah. The last two well, years, the world was really waiting for something like this. Like the timing yeah. was right, right? Yeah. Like that's when we think about what's happening economically, what's mm-hmm. happening in the world, what's happening in the United States, Canada, where where have you? You know, connection was really again going back to the core of what you do. Yeah, right. Who you are is you want to create moments of joy for others. And so when we started looking at this, and I said, you know, you we hopped on a call and. And uh, I said, you know, Wade, they're doing something right, but they're doing something wrong. And you said, yeah, they are. 
they're not creating the right moment of joy for a customer experience. Mm -hmm. There's no experience whatsoever. There was no experience. No. And, and it was ridiculously priced. And it was ridiculously priced. <laughs> and and I said, you know, here's the, here's the problem with the model is that you're competing, never mind commercial and, and you know, enterprise and that type of thing, but in the one-to-one -one birthday space or the wedding space or whatever that may happen to be, you're competing with Sony, with HP, yeah. with because they've got, you know, put up a white sheet and, you know, set the projector up and turn the movie time. on, right? But that's your, that's your competition in that market. And you wanted to do something different and unique. And is, just like that, that wedding, right? The other night. Yeah. After the event, they came, the, the groom. Exactly what Frank says. Simple ideas that involve family and community are the ones that will last. Oh, you're a winning combination, my friend. It. It's exactly, I mean, it's, uh, Frank is just so smart. I love Frank. I know. Um, <laughs> but. I'm glad I got you two together. I know. It's so great. He was really texting me before. He was like, no pressure, but I'll be on the call. And I was like. Yeah. Oh, and, and Tracy, yes. So you can go to any social media feed. Uh, you can go to Wade's feed. You can go to my feed. We're Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitch, uh, YouTube as well. So you can go anywhere to, to see the rest of the recording. Thank you for asking that, by the way. Um, but I mean, yeah, Bradley and Liza's wedding, Bradley came up to me after the wedding and he was like, thank you so much. Tonight was perfect. And I was like, I really hope like, you know, everything was right. I, you know, I hope the volume was good and everything else. Cause like they were all over the place. I could never find them. But there was like a bunch of little kids that were like running around and I didn't want to like blast their ears out. Um, and so I just, I kind of, you know, kept the volume at a modest level and he was like, no, it literally perfect. Like your situational awareness was perfect because we were all having conversation you were you know you were over there like you know adjusting things that need to be adjusted and he was like it was just perfect he was like I was going to do this myself and he was I just could imagine doing it I couldn't imagine doing it today with everything else going on he was like I'm so glad that I was able to find you to you know pass off this this you know, task yeah, pretty much over to somebody that actually cares about it just as much as I would. And I was like, well, that's, I mean, that's what it's all about because we're, we're, we're the only white glove, full white glove service in the market. There's not another company that exists like this. I mean, <clears throat> they're all, they piece everything together. Everything is like, you know, build your own pizza type thing. And we're like, here, we're cheaper than everybody else and we'll give you the whole pizza like with whatever you want and we'll make sure it happens like you can have as many toppings as you want on your pizza there's other people they are like two toppings that's it and he they, i mean it was just a perfect example he he, he came right There's, over there it is, right here it was a gorgeous venue it was beautiful but that's i'm it, it, it was just my uh with my backgrounds here. There we go. That's a little <laughs> bit better. <laughs> but he was just, I mean, it's just over and over again. It was like, the event was just perfect. I thank you. Like I didn't have to worry about one thing and it was, everything was just how it should be. And yeah. that's what I want it to be. And I don't want you, like if you're paying somebody to come do something for you, you shouldn't have to worry about it. 
right? Like if I yeah. hire a plumber for my hat, like if, you know, I have a plumbing problem or electric, pro you know, electric something to do with my electricity, whatever it is, I hire somebody because I don't want to deal with it. I know how to do it, but I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to have to worry about yeah. it. So yeah. it, that's, that was where that market gap was. It was like, yeah, we'll come up, we'll come put the stuff up, but you have to do everything else. Like we're going to leave, but call us when it's over. We'll be back at 8 a.m. to pick up your stuff. If something goes well, wrong, sorry, you know, like hopefully you can figure out how to work a projector if you don't know how to work one or, you know, hopefully you know how to adjust the volume of the speakers that you've never seen before in your life. And, oh, you want popcorn at your event? <laughs> That's going to be another hundred dollars. Um, not no 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 it's not not at premier outdoor movies texas not premier outdoor movies of texas popcorn's complimentary at every event even our huge commercial events i mean yeah. like the city of burleson talk, right talk a little bit up. about that because you've got some big events coming up right yeah. like so you've you've mastered that it's not the nickel and dime it's listen to what the customer wants and over deliver and under promise Right. Those those are key components of creating, you know, moments of joy uh, in the customer experience. It begs them for more of you. Right. Um, you have gone and rather than depend on Google and Facebook ads and all these wonderful things that, you know, that are, you know, options for paid advertising, mm -hmm. you actually have grown the company and are, you know, by triple or quadruple fold to the point where the founder of premier outdoor Texas is going, Holy Christ, I've never had anybody <laughs> like me before. You know, like yeah. this Roger is like, what is going on? What have I, I've unleashed a beast in my company. Like these are some of the things that are happening because you've recognized the value of relationships, right? Mm -hmm. We talk about this all the time uh, in the back channels when we're, we're strategically thinking about where to go next with premier outdoor movies, right? And so talk about some of those relationships and the boots on the ground of what you've been doing. So, I mean, that- And then we're going to get into how you got funding. Oh, yes. That's a good story. Mm, um, a very good story. But there was the first kind of spark <clears throat> that I had when it came to the like kind of feeding off the relationships I already had to kind of launch this. Yep. Yeah. Which is important. I think people need to understand. Mm -hmm. Wade said something very important there. You need to look at your low hanging fruit, the relationships that you currently have and how can you one as Wade does so well, add a tremendous value and solve a problem for them. Yeah. I mean, that's all, you know, it's, it's just something else people don't understand is yeah. everybody has a problem. Yeah. And if you can figure out what their problem is, which is a lot more apparent with these commercial clients come to find out is these, these cities and these large organizations and these stadiums and these venues and the, you know, the wedding halls and all these different places, their issue is additional services. Like how can we throw an event and not have to worry about it, but yet still host an event? I mean, it saves them time, money, everything. Find the problem. Oh, I yeah. Find the problem. Identify the problem, and if you come up with the solution, I mean, they're all over it. The world and is your oyster. It's crazy, and it, it was actually crazy. It's I so was simple. At, where? Oh my gosh, where was I at when I made this? Oh, 
So one of my old neighbors, so before, like when I was in middle school, my dad lived across the street from a husband and wife and she owned a boutique in yeah. Burleson, which is where I'm from. That's my hometown. You guys, like, you got to listen to this story. This is phenomenal. And we moved and I hadn't talked to them. And like, I mean, I was over like, and we would hang out in their garage, like to watch like the football game or, you know, the golf tournament, whatever it was on. And so, I mean, they watched me grow up, but we moved and, you know, we kind of, there was a little bit of distance made or whatever. I bet I saw him out in public or whatever, you know, we'd say, Hey, and catch up, but it wasn't that constant interaction like every night. And I ended up just stopping in to her boutique in downtown Burleson. And she was like, Mr. McCrory, what are you doing here? And I was like, well, I was passing by and I saw the shop and I just thought I'd stop in. And she's like, what have you been doing? I was like, Oh, actually I'm in the process of launching this new company. And she was like, Oh, what is it? I was like, here's a picture um and like full white glove service like we we everything is you pay for the service everything else is complimentary we have full staffed events you don't have to worry about a thing you know and she was like take you up, know what take up take I down know somebody exactly. and she I, yeah she was like do you, and what do you did do that anything? lead to so that relationship forwarded to an introduction talk about what that was mm -hmm. so she was like I know somebody and I'm going to tell her about you and I'm going to give you a number. And I said, Oh, perfect. Great. And it ended up being somebody that worked at the city of Burleson and I live in Burleson and I didn't even know that we had these events in the fall, <laughs> which is <laughs> awful on me, but you know, they you do move nights in September. I, yeah. I do know now because now it's my contract. Um, exactly. But they do these movie nights for families, like back to school, like, you know, come down to city hall, like come hang out at the plaza and the park and, you know, come, come meet all the other local businesses and let's, you know, just hang out with the community. And it's a pretty big event. I mean, it's between 500 and a thousand people for three weekends in a row. And we started talking and she's like, well, this is who we, where we use now. Like we're looking for a bigger screen. And I was like, yeah, I heard that your screen was really small last year. Like people were complaining about that. And she was like, yeah, <laughs> she was like, yeah, I heard it too. And I I thought it was a small screen too. And I was like, yeah, I saw pictures and I was like, what, like, what size screen did they even give you? And she was like a 33 foot. And I was like, no, they didn't. That is not a 33 foot screen. And she was like, that's what the invoice said. And I said, okay, just because the invoice says that doesn't mean that's what it is. I was like, I, so I started researching because I'd never heard of a 33 foot screen before. Come to find out that company was in the middle of like, they were fraudulently, fraudulently advertising their screen sizes. Yeah. And come to find out also 33 foot screens do not exist. They don't make them. They are not manufactured anywhere in the world. They don't exist. I bet you never thought when we first met in Dallas that you'd know more about blow up movies <laughs> <laughs> and never in my life did i think i would ever know anything about inflatable, inflatable anything i mean yeah, exactly or popcorn or you know inflatable like, furniture i'm inflatable furniture oh my gosh that's a whole another thing yeah but we won't go there though we'll save that for another day but it's like that we started digging it digging it down and it came to come to find out 
they weren't advertising what the screen size was. They were advertising the entire structure, the diagonal. Well, if you know the inflatable screen market and how these manufacturers measure their screens, it's not like a TV. They don't measure it diagonally. They're, They're way too big for that. You measure them the width of the screen. So, you know, it's yeah. a rectangle. So how long is it? Yeah. Oh, 30 so, how feet. Many, so, so in the end, they had actually ended up hiring you, right? Like yeah. you're doing, what is it? Seven or eight events for them? Something yeah. Cause it's, like so that relationship, yeah. right. From the boutique turned into us getting the city contract yeah. on doing a 30 foot screen rather than what they actually got and were charged for was a 24 foot screen. Um, so they were city was scammed out on it. And so we are giving them a bigger screen for the right. And I discounted yeah. it too, right? Because they yeah. had the sponsorships already picked, right? I mean, they already yeah. had they had a set amount of funding. So I brought the and prices down. You, you bring up a good point. Let me interrupt you for a second. The fact that you are willing to do what it takes to get the job done. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's you know decreasing your profit margins for the long-term gain for the bigger vision. Right. And that's exactly what it turned into because those three yeah. events turned into us getting exactly the entire city. So exactly. now we're doing events with the recreation center. Now we're doing the parks and rec um, events this fall. Now we're doing this, you know, the Christmas events. I mean, those three events turned into, yeah, like I think seven or eight that are confirmed yeah. with like yeah. five or six others that are still like they're still figuring out dates for them. So they're not confirmed yet, but they're most likely going to happen. You didn't do this through Google advertising. You no, you can't. You did this through Facebook advertising. You did this because of the value that Belongonomics brings to you, the value mm-hmm. of your relationships. You're investing in relation, like JT Fox likes to say, a relationship funnel. That's the new way of building marketing and brand and growing. Just like Roy said, right? One of my wonderful investors. Oh, you, sorry, there was a little bit of a, you were in alien mode for a second there. What was that? I said, just like Roy said, one of my wonderful investors. Exactly, exactly. And we've got some great, so let's let's go to that next because I'm yes. sitting on the edge of my seat. So Wade and I, for those of you who don't know, we belong to a great group of of folks there's about i don't know 500 of us but there's probably about 250 really quite active investors in our um group called the founders it's led by a gentleman by the name of jt fox who's a nine figure and about to be a one billion dollar uh gentleman and all the wealth that he has he has over 70 businesses in total and has invested to date i think last tally was about 52 53 million uh, in the group uh, yeah, I think this morning like, he was and, talking about it and it was like a little over 50 million. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So here comes Wade and Wade's got this great idea. And so Wade calls me about, listen, I want to, I want to buy the territory for, uh, Texas. I want to buy the entire territory and I now need, um, and no, actually it was, I bought the territory. Yeah, I bought right? the territory. Sorry, let me re- rephrase that. I bought the territory rights for all of Texas, which yeah. is 
for my Canadian friends, if you don't know, one of the five biggest states in the United States. So he buys the biggest territory, has no idea how he's going to implement. 32 right? million people now. 32 million people. And he's like, okay, now I want to, my goal is to quadruple the revenue of any of the other uh, <laughs> premier outdoor Texas uh, territories. And, but the problem is, is I don't have product. I need product. I need my screens. I need these products. How do I get the money for this product? I'm like, wait, you go to the founders. So Wade pitches his investment to the founders and he's asking for, how much were you asking for originally? Originally it was 40,000 was the original ask. Right. Right. And he pitches it to the group and he has like well overfunded, like I don't know, I remember what lot, what was it last? One hundred seventy thousand people invested in you. Oh no, it ended up being more than that because I presented on Thursday, right, to that group <clears throat> to let's do deals, and then right, I, right, that's what it was. Yeah. let's let's do deals, and then you went to the family. and then. There was, then we got feedback and then JT was like, I want you to present Tuesday morning on founders. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, you were freaking out a little bit. I was freaking out. I remember I called you and I was like, he wants me to present on founders and the founders for anybody who doesn't know. Also the founders is like the big leagues. I mean, millions and millions and millions of dollars, um, just extremely successful people. And I was honored to be accepted into the group and so I had the ability to present and by the time by the end of the day on Tuesday we had it was a little over four hundred thousand dollars of expressed interest before the deep dive now now, I I think I need to I need to set the frame of reference here for everybody because he's asking he needs forty thousand he presents and pitches his deal and we fine tune his deal because there's a very particular form. I think people need to understand. And I've done a lot of uh, vetting and we've done a lot of different deals in the background, you know, establishing what the pitch deck should look like. And so Wade and I go through the pitch deck and he gets it all set up. He asks for 40,000 and he gets like in interest of how much did you say? It was a little over, it was, it was like 418. But that's a hundred times what he asked for. That's yeah. crazy. So if you've got a deal out there and you need financing, you need to get a hold of me. The email is there and let's get you in contact with the founders. But so this is, this is unbelievable. He gets, he gets, so now you've got your money, you ask for your money and what's that process look like? Cause we've got some of, and if you're here right now, listening to this, some of the investors, you know, please raise your hand so that we know that you're here. So, so Wade, how, how much did you, like talk about how much did you get in the end and what did that look like? So and how, and then we're going to ask where you're at, at paying them back at what percent. So, so that's the other piece. The process behind all of it is, you know, you present, you know, you, you have your, like, I only needed 40,000. We had interest expressed at over 400, all these different, you know, I think it was over 20 investors. I think it was like, and this is just a bridge loan. This is not a like I'm investing. So we're clear. I'm investing to get equity in the company. This is just a yeah. short term bridge loan uh, at a six certain months. Percent. 
Six months. Yeah, right? it was a six-month loan, and it was oh, Roy. Roy is one of the Roy's investors. Here. Just so people know, Roy is one of the investors, uh, and eventually you're going to be able to find Roy at Roy Lineman. But right now you can't. So you have to find Roy out because Roy's an actor and, an, and, a, and a real estate investor. So, you know, find him on LinkedIn. Uh, but Roy is one of the investors. Yes, he is. And he has been wonderful. Um, He's such but, a good soul. Yeah, he is. Uh, but yeah, so you, you know, the, these investors will express interest on how much they would like to invest. And we had, it was like 27 investors that were in, like 27 people that were interested in becoming investors. Then we went into a deep dive. Then the answer, the questions were answered of like, how is this going to work? You know, what, what is the company over? I mean, like, what are the fine details of how things are going to work? Which you have all in the deck. Yeah. Which we had all in the deck. So it wasn't even easy. Um, And it was. Exactly. I mean, Roy said it. I mean, that's what the founders is. It's, it's, it's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Just happy and to make some good money. Then we went to yeah after the deep dive after all of like the little fine tuning was done. Then we got our final list of investors, um, and then I actually had to go through and pick who I wanted in the first round, phase one, uh, which was just forty. I ended up pulling forty seven thousand, um, and we just yeah. took phase two, which was really small because it was just one, I just needed yeah. one new screen. But, but wait, before you took phase two, what happened? We signed some huge contracts with some right. huge cities. And, and what did you pay? The investors. So exactly. They so- are, they were under a six month note that started June 22nd was the day, that, June 22nd is the day that we signed contracts. Six months from June 22nd, so December 22nd, or 183 days, they had to be paid back their initial investment plus 25% annualized. If you don't know how interest is calculate, calculated in shorter term than what your an, annualized percentage is, if you pay it back, because I, I, I had to learn this. Comment. He let us, he fed us the fagoo. I did, Roy. Oh, and I'm, I still am. I still am. Yeah. If you don't know what fagoo is, it's the money. Show it's me the, the money. money. So we ended up agreeing to, that's what I had offered initially to yeah. the investors was, look, I have 25% annualized return, but it's going to be paid back in six months. So it's 50% return on your money a lot better than you can't get that kind of return anywhere else. I mean, good year in the stock market is eight to 10%. Maybe 4% with some people. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it, it's a crazy return, but that's what it is. That's what we did. And so they had to be paid back their initial investment plus 25% annualized by December 22nd or 183 days later. We're on track right now to have them completely paid back by September 23rd, which would put us at three months payback. And that would bump up their returns to a hundred percent. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like, like I'm speechless, right? Good on you. 
like I'm so proud of you. You have just like you are crushing it. And mm -hmm. I am so excited that I get to be along with the journey. I get to help in whatever way I can with whatever knowledge and wisdom that I have to bespoke upon you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll let you handle the branding thing because yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, we talk business strategies. Yeah. We talk, like it has just been an absolute honor and a pleasure to to get to know you and to know you though, like to support you. Yes. Was I an investor? No, we talked about that. So yeah. full transparency. So people know, uh, did I invest a financial dollar in through the founders with Wade? No, we talked about my financial investment really was, you know, helping him build the brand and, and all everything else that's going along uh, to make sure that, you know, all his goals are met. And we talked about making sure that you got at the three month return, not the six month. You know, oh, it's yeah. over deliver on what you say you're going to do. Yeah. And that's, that is part of the customer experience journey. And, you know, you do it so well. And so what's next for you, Wade? So <laughs> we, it's just crazy to even talk about and think about, but as I never thought this is what would be happening. And, to and you're welcome, Frank. I look forward to uh, multiple things with close by as well. So we'll be talking soon, Frank. Love, love Frank. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can't believe I'm saying this literally two months. I mean, we're only two months into this and we've only been doing, we've only really launched publicly for a month now. Like we just yeah. rolled 30 days. You were only supposed to be Dallas, but now or, yeah. no, we were originally supposed to be Burleson, right? It, we were yeah, originally just supposed to be like Fort Worth. Yeah. yeah. But then we started getting stuff from Dallas and that was like week one. Yeah. And then it started kind of growing outside of that. Then then it started kind of hitting Lubbock a little bit, which I also reside in Lubbock. I mean, it's where I'm at right now. It's I also reside here, but then we started getting interest in Lubbock. So then I started thinking like, okay, so it, we can't turn stuff down, right? Yeah. We just got to no. kind of go. No, no, no. You don't, you just make, you find a way to make it yeah. happen. You don't say no. No, Not that's the great thing about entrepreneurship. Um, it's like I said, what is your number one priority, Wade? What did I say it was? Bringing joy to others is my that's your one. that and sales, right? Yeah. And then it turned into us somehow, somehow somebody in Houston found out about us and it ended up being the city. So we're talking right now, depending on how these Burleson events go, which they're going to go flawlessly, of course. Um, of course they are. I have yeah. no doubt. Of course. Um, we, 20 events in this contract down in Houston. And then that starts October 8th. Then we have Austin as of two days ago, we've got people in Austin now reaching out. We've already, we actually already have a paid event. Like somebody's already fully paid their, their account off for an event in, in, in uh, Austin, October 15th. So it was officially announced last week that we're, we're launching statewide and, we've got to be statewide by October. Mm -hmm. So that's phase two was one investor. And that was to purchase a larger screen. And then phase three is coming up once phase one's completed. Um, all those investors were notified that it's, we're almost 
done. Um, yep. Once phase one's completed, then we'll have phase two open. Then phase three will start. And phase three will be a lot larger than phase one was because we've got a launch in four yeah. markets. Yeah. yeah. Now, now you're putting, you know, you've proven, you've proven yourself. You've proven the model. You've proven that customer experience is absolutely the driver. That boots on the ground, those relationships are what emphatically will, will move you you know, that hockey stick pendulum that you're looking to do, um, you know, brand matters, right? Messaging matters. Like it, it's key to everything. Um, you know, you've got bravura, which if you don't know what bravura is, folks, it's, you know, great technical skill and brilliance, which is what he has. Um, and now it's phase three. It's time to, you know, pour on the juice and let's go. And so one of the things, you know, if you haven't reached out to Wade yet, reach out to Wade. Uh, if you've got an event that you're thinking about, if you want to work for Wade, Wade's looking for people. He's looking for great people who are driven, who are willing to do what it takes legally and morally to get the job done. Uh, we'll put that disclaimer in there. Yeah, make uh, sure we get that disclosure in there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> But, but he's looking, you know, so if you're in the state of Texas, you're thinking of moving to Texas, you know, if you're in another state and you want to, you know, you're thinking about premier outdoor movies as uh, an opportunity for you, you need to get a hold of Wade because Wade might actually even maybe own that territory uh, and might be able to work and, and partner with you and, you know, build strategic relationships and alliances. If you're a company out there, like, look at me doing your pitch. If you're a company out there and you've got a corporate, you know, you want to create amazing team experiences for your, you know, for your members of your organization, Wade's the guy to talk to. You know, if you're, if you're a cap, like if you're a PGA golf tour, thank you, Roy, for this idea. And I you've know. got a connection, you know, Wade wants to partner with the PGA tour and bring the PGA tour to the parking lots of every PGA golf course in the in you know nationally globally so talk to wade like there's so much opportunity out there for this you know like it's just i can't say it enough i just love what you're doing well thank you i really enjoy it it's i mean now that we've kind of i mean the last two months of like building everything um and then the last month of like seeing everything that was built in action just looking at you know, nobody as a consumer ever, oh, what did Roy say? Hold on. In case I missed it, Lisa and Wade, please cover how these relationships in the funnel serve as a lit match in a dry prairie. Love how our relationships are leading and opening more doors with each of our ecosystems. Yes, because Roy really is the gatekeeper of an ecosystem of opportunity. He's a natural connector. That's what he does. And it's all about the magic of sharing, connecting. Nothing is one and done. So lighting a match in a dry prairie. Well, uh, I'm going to start that answering. Yeah, I have some stuff to say about that. Yeah. Uh, you know, just a minute. He's got another comment here. But maybe water to dry field is better. <laughs> help each other grow each other and expand. Wade and Lisa are top notch. Thank you, Roy. You know, we Thank love you, you too. You know, we love the founders. We love that you're a founder with us. And I love that you're an investor uh, as well. With, I do uh, too. Company. So, uh, but I think, you know what? I think it's about being curious. 
you know what? I think it's about asking questions that other people never thought of. Number one, and I talk about that in my book, Intelligent Curiosity, right? You've got to ask questions that other people never thought of. And then for God's sake, just shut up and listen. Like actually listen to what somebody is telling you because the magic is always in their mess. It's your responsibility, like Wade does so well, to find those pieces and, and you know, thread it through the conversation and connect the dots. I think that's really important because people give you the answers you need. I think often people are so busy thinking about themselves and what's going to come next in the conversation yeah. that they don't stop to really sit and listen to what is being told to them and then take action. And we that is one thing you do very, very well, my friend, is you take action. Uh, and whether it's right or wrong is irrelevant. It's the fact that you keep moving forward. I mean, yeah, just right on top of that, I mean two things one uh, you know the thing with people not yes tracy you should you should, you should. right you next, week, next week next week yeah, i expect yeah. it um but if, on, on the topic of people being too in their putting little, water in a dry hole yeah their little circle. <laughs> and it's like nobody nobody looks out and, you know, everybody, it's right now. I want it right now. If I don't get it right now, then forget it. I don't want it. You know, whatever else. Very, like, selfish and prideful mindset. But if you just kind of, like, stop looking at the ground and just look forward, I mean, you start seeing all these little, you know, dots, these connections, relationships, you know, opportunity, whatever it may be. And it wasn't until I got introduced to JT that I kind of clicked in my head, too. And it's become what I've really noticed too is I heard JT whenever I first met him in March was before he was my coach. But the first thing that I remember him saying that has just stuck was, Oh, you know, always provide value to others. Like stop holding everything to yourself. Stop being selfish. Right. If you know somebody that somebody else that you know can benefit from, yeah. right? And there's value add there, introduce them. Exactly. A lot of people won't do that because they're they're too stuck in their bubble. And they're like, well, if I introduce that person and that person, well, they're probably going to become better friends. And then they're going to do deals or do business together. And they're going to cut me out of it. But I want a cut of it because I want results right now. And it's become such like a, a prideful and like selfish thing. It, it, people just holding on to their resources because they're scared somebody else is going to, come out on top, yeah. you know, whatever it's it is. It's kind of like, you know, I deal with this all the time in, in my, in Bravura branding, because I'll get people who come who have a startup, they've got a great idea, you know, it's on a napkin and they want to take it to market. The problem is, is that they're so worried about somebody stealing their idea. Well, the reality is, you know what, uh, it's probably out there already in some sort of fashion, mm -hmm. right? Number two, uh, don't be worried about that because people actually have to show up and do the work. And most people are lazy. Yeah, and they're not going to do it. Do work. So they're not going to steal your idea because they got to do the work to actually make the idea possible. As soon as or, they start it, they're going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Like never, that is the least worry that you ever need to have. Mm -hmm. Just show up and do the work should be your biggest priority. And the biggest worry that you have that you're actually not going to do what you need to do to get them done. I mean, that's just not like the taking action thing. Yeah. I mean, I didn't start taking action <laughs> until March. And the real estate company did 
zero, nothing, not a sale, not a relationship, nothing until March. And it was found February 10th was the founding date of that company. And it didn't do a thing until, until March after yeah. the conference with JT at the end of March too. And it wasn't until right before I met you that we started actually making traction because it was that taking action thing. And it was yeah. just going and just going and doing something. It wasn't even like at the so at why, that time, it wasn't you, strategic. Or, or like, do I, like, I know JT pushes you, but do I push you? Make you oh, uncomfortable? Yeah. To the point where sometimes your name pops up on my phone and I'm like, not right now. <laughs> Good. <laughs> not Good. right that's, now. That's Lisa. how it should be, right? No, it should be. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and I, I, I enjoy it. I mean, I really do. Right. I love the challenge and I love the, the, you know, the push. Um, and it's taken me some time to realize like, it's okay to step back for just, you know, a second yeah. to like yeah. Take catch your breath and look yeah. and, uh, you know, see what's going on rather than just, you know, sprinting until you pass out. Um, because I was, I was going through that, you know, yeah. right around the time we started premiere. Cause it was, you know, all yeah, of this we responsibility just yeah. boom hit me. And I was like, I got to pay back these investors. I got to like build this company. that's not yeah, even built yet. You were yet. spinning a little bit. You were spinning a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And but that's okay. Cause you took pause for, but not for very long. No, it wasn't long enough. Like everybody was <laughs> like, you need to take your time long. off. And I was like, there's not, I, I know what I need to do now. Like yeah, that day was good. Like I, I grounded myself and I figured out, okay, there isn't anything here. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, there needs to be but sometimes I think the obstacles we put in front of us and I'm guilty of it. I mean, I get coached by JT too, and, and he helps me through some of that mindset, mm -hmm. right? Sometimes the obstacles that we put in, in front of us are actually not real. They're not They're existing. like, they don't exist. They just exist here. And sometimes you just need a good kick in the ass or a reality check. Yeah. And luckily there's a lot of people and founders that are in this thing right here. Yeah. That Give me that kick yeah when i need and, and it i should and i think what we need to like the we would be um I'm, i don't know my words are failing me at the moment but you know if you want to meet all of us founders we're going to be in november in anaheim at mega success yeah. uh so come join us uh mega yeah, success and come listen to me speak i'm speaking at, at and, mega and so you should come listen, listen to me speak exactly he's coming to speak you know he'll be there i'm still debating whether or not i'm going to speak uh but uh, i'm definitely going to be there and i'm going to be you know rooting you on so come join us and we got so, some great pictures to take with all those celebrities we do, we do we do and if you are part of the founders um there's an actual white party afterwards uh or, or it's, or, it's an i04 the first day before right we're yeah. where it's you know a closed vip private event for yeah. just us founders um we're all going to be in white i got my white suit ready to go so anyways i'm waiting on my, I'm waiting on my wade mccrory suit to get yes i'm so excited for that i know that was, that we gotta start working on it lisa we're almost there i was you know it was an idea that i had i'm like wait this is what you got to do you got to create this moment of joy yeah. for yourself, but for others. This and experience. This is what it looks like. Anyways, however, but you have to come to the founders and you have to be part of the white party mm -hmm. to see what that is. Yeah. Uh, okay. So any last parting words of wisdom before we close up the show? 
um, and about creating those moments, uh, you know, those great customer experience moments that leaves people really just, you know, not just wanting, but begging for more. I mean, just build the relationship. I mean, that's just go out and build relationships. And on that, like, you know, back on the topic of taking action, just go do something like, you know, stop, stop sitting there feeling sorry for yourself. Like, oh my gosh, I can't do it. Or, you know, like all the excuses of I'm tired or there's all this other stuff going on. Every single person successful or not successful has stuff going on. I mean, that's inevitable. It's life. And so, you know, stop putting yourself down. Like you're not capable of something. It's just go, just go take the first step. That's all you got to do. Just take one step. I mean, you take that, you take that one step, you start building momentum, then you take the next one and then the next one. And, you know, every now and then you got to, you got to stand there for a second and go, what the hell's going on? But then you just keep going. I mean, it's like, just take action. And for that experience part, it's just get to know your clients and just get to know where their problem is. And it's so easy to create that experience at that point, because you know what they're lacking. And a lot of the time, what they're lacking is something that is easy to solve, yeah. but leaves a massive impact because no one else cares about that problem they have. No, I mean, well, nobody, or, or everybody's, nobody's, too, everybody's too worried about ask, this. Right. Or nobody's even thought to ask that question no. to find that problem. Cause they're too, they're too stuck up in their own. Yeah. Like, Oh my gosh, this is going wrong. And this is going wrong. And you know, this person has this and I don't have this and I don't like that person yeah. because they have what I want. Go out and work for it and do it. <laughs> like, exactly. I mean, exactly. Nobody's stopping you from doing no. from taking action. Nobody. There's one of those, there's one of those blockades you're putting right in front of you for literally no reason. Yeah, exactly. Excuses. It's why I, it's why I love, um, you know, it's why I built Brother a branding number one and, and number two, why I love personal branding so much. I love business. There's, you know, like, mm-hmm. and anybody who knows me knows I eat, live and breathe business. Um, you know, my purpose really is to stand in the greatness of others. Uh, and it's, you know, when you think about uh, branding, personal branding, that's where you intimately get to know somebody, right? Like Mm -hmm. I intimately get to know my clients and I'm purposeful and intentional about doing that. Number one, you cannot scale your company, your business. I believe this wholeheartedly without truly being connected to the buyer. And the only way you can be connected to the buyer is to truly understand what are your guideposts you know what holds you the foundation what is that message in the market i think a lot of people get confused i had pat hazel um who was the previous uh writer for seinfeld on my previous show on that problem solved and we talked about you know people believe and tell people that they're in a particular business but they're actually in the wrong business you know, so understanding what's the market message, you know, how do you connect with people? Understanding that your brand, your personal brand, you're not the hero. Your customer, your client, your relationship is the hero of your brand. It's your responsibility to actually go out into the world and make that connection with them. And in today's in today's world, you to to 
achieve those scalable goals and, you know, to become a company that is known and trusted and everything else, you have to have that personal yeah. brand. Yeah. I mean, there yeah. isn't. It's, yeah. And, you know, just it, this is crazy, but yesterday I actually reached out to three people that I know very well. Um, and they're very high in business, like high level, but you know, one's, one's a nine figure millionaire. One is uh, on track to be a billionaire. Another gentleman is a CEO of a major private company. Uh, and all three of them had one thing in common, Wade. Not one of them owned their personal brand, their name. They did not own their own line digital real estate. So I bought that for them and I gifted it to them because I think people need to understand that your name is going to have more equity, more weight and be worth more intellectual property in the next 10 to 15 years than ever before. And so if you don't own your own name, you better get it because web 2.0, which is your .com, your .ca, very valuable. When we move into the metaverse and into web 3, as that evolves in your .eth, Ethereum, you know, your those those URLs are going to be very very important. So if you haven't secured web 2.0, which is what the internet looks like today, um, you're going to be in trouble in the next 10 to 15 years. So buy your URL. Yep. And you did the same thing with me because I took too long to buy it. I did. Yeah, you did. I did. And then I gifted it to you because yeah. I, I think, you know, it's really, I have twin daughters, as you know, right. And they're yeah. just a couple years younger than you. And, uh, you know, I bought their URLs. I bought their, it's online real estate. You need to think of the internet mm -hmm. as a real estate marketplace. And you need to be buying your ownership of that. Just like in years to come, we'll be buying in a virtual reality, our, our real estate. I mean, they're all running right now to determine who's going to be that leader. You know, is it going to be meta? Who's it going to be? But, uh, you know, it's coming, whether we like it or not. Yep. You got to adjust. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that? you know what? Here's the thing. Any uh, any final, final last words now? I mean, we could sit and talk for hours. Oh, we could. I mean, we do anyways. Yeah, I know. <laughs> today's probably going to get on a Zoom call or a phone call. <laughs> I, I have to share a personal story before we go, though. So I got a call. I got a text. And it wasn't from Wade. It was actually from his mom. Oh, yeah. And... Wade, Wade got his wisdom teeth taken out here not too long ago, what, like a couple weeks ago or something like that? Yeah, it was like a month ago. And she videoed Wade uh, in his almighty, you know, wasn't his finest hour. Let's put it that way. <laughs> hey, but I did, after I woke up, I, I started working. You did. You did. Now it was a little bit because you'd sent me a couple texts and it was not really quite coherent, but you were working. You were working. Mom would let me drive. So I called yeah. my friends and they drove me around yeah. to run my errands. So, so he did think that the, you know, like the pudding that uh, she bought him was not of good quality. So he threw that pudding out the window and, you know, like, you know, strangers are walking by in the street as he laid on the concrete because he was so uh, inebriated from the gas or yeah, I don't know what they the gave you. Yeah. Uh, you know, yelling stranger alert. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was screaming help. It was very, very good. Anyways. Like, Stop. There's people walking. And then I started screaming yeah. louder. It was like, and I don't and remember any of it. 
these are the fun things that we get to do when we work together. Uh -huh. So anyways, uh, again, you know what, Wade, I am just, you know, I'm, I'm humbled by your action. I'm grateful for the opportunity to have a relationship with you and to be along this journey, whatever, wherever that goes. And congratulations on your massive success. Uh, I look forward to seeing you because I'll see you before I actually see you uh, at mega success. But I look forward to seeing you uh, when you get your award. I'm very excited. And uh, I get to meet mom in person. And I get to meet your mom in person and spend some time with you guys. So I'm super excited about that. Anyways, thank you, my friend. Mwah. Kisses yes. and hugs. And uh, if you want to meet Wade, you know how to get a hold of him. It's all over our social. Uh, and uh, bye for now.